0: Welcome, everyone, to another week with your hosts, Mordechai Weimarger and Harav Nissen, where we look forward to creating a mental health awareness for Kali to be able to get an idea what's going on. We actually have now three requests. We always make two requests that, A, it should be family-appropriate, means children above the ages of 8 and 9. Listen to this program, so if you ask a question, you would feel comfortable if your child eight, nine years old listens to it. The second request is that we don't do anything under the age sort of um, parenting questions. So don't. So we won't be able to respond or answer the questions under the age of eight. They're usually a how-to skills-based question rather than, rather than an awareness-based that we're trying to create. And the last one that we're going to do now is I'm going to ask everyone, please be aware that once you ask your question, we are not able to remove it. So therefore, instead of calling, begging, just think about, is your question – appropriate for air will your family members call you up and hound you for asking that and if they will please don't ask because it's not we're not able to remove it so thank you for that the number to call in so we can go ahead and take your questions we love getting live callers is 718-683-5858 718-683-5858 okay
1: Yes, Ramo you want to, to uh, just uh, comment about uh, the last text I sent you?
0: Yeah, so it's funny because this person also sent it to me personally. and I was debating if, we, if I should even tell you of this, and I figure I'm not going to tell you, but the person is sending it. Let's go ahead and address this. So as I said, we have three requests. The request number one is that it should be family appropriate. Someone asked a question in the last workshop. And it started off the question and the last radio program I'm talking about, and it wasn't appropriate. And I told him, listen, it's not appropriate. That's all that I said. And I said, appreciate for calling up and appreciate for staying. But I just said it's not appropriate. That's all I did. I didn't say you're bad for asking. And they tried to change the question still in a way that's not appropriate. And all I said was, please, it's not appropriate. And that was that, gentle. They sent me a message saying your, prior, your response caused me great emotional distress. I'm myself challenged with, I'm not going to write which word, I'll keep it private, with a, dis- with a disorder, which you have no way of knowing. However, I think that before you answer in any way, makes me feel badly about what you did. And you should take care and remember that many of us are challenged with mental illness. I feel that you need to be more sensitive and kind responses as your words have power, as you're a person in authority. I hope you'll consider that in the future. I'll tell you, I read the message, and I really, really felt bad for causing someone pain. I did. But I wasn't going to address it because I, I really feel I like did. That, that is my role. Revnison. isn't that that we need to keep certain things appropriate? And if this woman had a question, as she has, something that needs to be discussed in private, not that the question is inappropriate, it's just appropriate, just not everything is meant to be done publicly on air. And that was that. What do you say of this? since you're you're my boss uh, over here, what do you say? <laughs> do you always said was well, it's just not appropriate for air? That's all. You know, I, I, I w- didn't.
1: The, yeah. I know one one thing. So we cannot. We really we cannot satisfy but uh, everybody. But it's true that uh, people, uh, you know, that call us has to take a responsibility about the acting, you know. And as you say, it's you cannot remove when the minute it's in on the air, you cannot remove it, and it's very depends on the this certain question and certain topics we cannot discuss it on air it's too you know we have kids we have family members and you know it's 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 not Shayach. it's not belong to this and hopefully uh that people understand it and i think that uh you did a very very good uh, uh decision last uh, uh, one of the sessions that when 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 this question was appear and on air and I think this, this is, uh, I would I would say that I agree 100% about the, the decision not to uh, to uh, address this uh, question.
0: Sorry, and I didn't let her finish the question. As far as I remember, I wasn't rude to her, No, no, no. I it's didn't not... say how dare you ask the question. I just said it's just not appropriate. I understand it's just not appropriate. That's all. Yes. But again, so for the people that are hurt, I apologize for hurting you. And I thought I did it as gentle as possible. And maybe for you to get a drop more of an awareness is that do you know what it's like when you're live, and you need to be aware that you've got many, many thousands of listeners listening, and that I need to make sure that not another word comes out that can be harmful to others that's not age-appropriate. So as far as I know, I was extremely gentle, and I thought I did it with, with the utmost of respect, but I'm sorry if it wasn't that way and if you were hurt. Okay. And again, for about your question, let me tell you now it's a valid, real question. And yes, as therapists, we address it and we deal with it, but we deal with it in private. means it's more one on one that we deal with this issue.
1: And it's a so, very important issue. And we know it's this. an important okay.
0: issue, exactly. Yes. So we're validating your feelings. And I'm even validating, I can understand why you're hurt because when people get extra hurt, double but that was never our intention in any which way. And I know we have Mr. Y on. I just want to announce again the number to call in. I'd like to have several people on the line. And the number is seven one eight six eight three fifty eight fifty eight seven one eight six eight three five eight five eight. And that's again, of one of your major strengths that I would not have addressed it. I saw the message, I just didn't address it and I'm you know and Um, Yeah, you're brave. You like going straight into everything that happens. Yeah, we get positive messages, negative messages. You like addressing all of them. Okay. (laughs) Okay, Okay. Mr. Y, Y. you're on with Mordechai and her. Hello. Hello? Oh, yes. Hello.
2: Hi, thanks for taking my call. My pleasure. Okay, thanks. Um, This year I was changed into a new class, and I wasn't with any friends. So with the time when I settled into my place where I am, I saw two girls that I feel comfortable with them. I feel very close to them. But I do know the exact, the correct way how to ask them if they want to be my friend.
0: Wow, that's a great question. Well, let me repeat your question. Your question is that you changed classes and you didn't go with anyone from your class. And that's now right. you're in a new class and you're probably in the class now about three months, Right. Yes. and you're starting to get to know one or two boys that you would want to be your friend but you don't know how to ask them can you be my friend
2: yeah it's, it's going to be kind of funny when i go ask them
0: you, That's want, to right. like, you want to be my friend because they could also say no right yes right so i have one or two ideas and i want to hear what this has to say and again just for people to call in the number we want to take live calling questions Boxing, we're getting a lot of texts but we want to take the live calling questions and that number is 718-683-58, 718-683-5858, 683 5858 So first, let's go ahead and start with a simple tool. The first simple tool is for you to, for you to be aware is that instead words have power. So if you tell someone, do you want to be my friend, then it could hurt them, or they can hurt you by saying yes or no. What happens if we take out the word friend and you just ask them, do you want to come to my house? And the more people hang around with you, then you get closer and automatically your friends, even without using the title friend. So if you would, let's say, call them up, can I study with you tonight or call up, I have a question. If you start calling him up even once during the week or you tell him, let's play on Shabbos or Sunday if you finish yeshiva earlier or on a Friday, do you want to come to my house? Maybe we'll have some pizza, depending where you're living, maybe we could go for pizza, and then go, maybe another friend will come, depending on how old you are. When you hang around with someone, that's a much easier way. So, would you say it's easier for you to ask the friend, would you like to come to my house on Shabbos to play, or should maybe we could even learn? Another way is when Bachram get older, when girls, can we study together? Can we learn together?
2: It is, but, like, I tried, um, it did work, I tried to call them, and we had discussions on the phone, but I don't feel like like I'm already together with them, you know because it was two girls, they were a group already, and I feel like I pushed into their group,
0: okay, so you're feeling you pushed in Arefness, so what would you say
1: uh I think that it's you know uh, you don't have to be the uh, you know me 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 it's something that always is difficult to penetrate to something that already that that the girls knows uh, uh, for many years and you're coming a newer. So you have to be, you know, trying to be find some something that you have new uh and trying to be interested uh, try to to see first of all be a listeners. This is very important to be a listeners and try to be part of the conversation. That meaning that yeah. don't push yourself into it, you know, but very important to to listen to you to them and see and give you feedback. I think that's very, very very important that when you're coming to uh, to make a new friend, the most important is listen and slowly to give you advice and I believe that sooner or later you will be part of them and you understand what the problem and it will be part of the group. It's not, it's not easy to get into a new group of, of friends that know already for many years.
0: Yeah. And I would also ask took, exactly, or add on to what Rav Nislam just said, how long did it take you to get this close to the friend? It took, for sure, two weeks. Maybe it's already three. Wow. So what would you say if you just continue doing whatever you're doing and give it three more weeks? So imagine, well, you weren't close to them at all, and look how, how close you got to them. Now, what do you think would happen if it continues with this path in the next three weeks? Well, I get closer to them. Exactly. So can you realize that maybe you don't have to do anything different? Just whatever you're doing is already a success.
2: That That's right. But I thought, like, how should I really, if I have to ask them, if they don't, you know, get it, that I want to get into their group, how should I ask them? Should I give them an invitation to my sister's wedding? Should I call them for Shabbos? Should I um, come call them for babysitting?
0: Yeah, one thing, try. Which one is closer? Which one could do that? Yeah, go slowly. Do you want to do, and I don't even know if they should go right away, come over for a whole Shabbos. Could you just, a Shabbos afternoon, can we meet? A Friday afternoon. Little stuff. I stuck.
2: think
0: it's a good idea, but. Uh-huh, so small stuff. So do look at the word friends. You see, when we use a word that you're now close friends, and especially if they're a group from before, we just want to slow it down. Slow down the pressure. Like right away, oh, kids do that teenagers do that and adults also do that, that we see things are getting closer things are getting ready and we want to jump into it and then no no just relax a little like just just give the process the time but i i know that
2: i feel very comfortable and i think they feel too because she called me already once to ask questions and i called her um for this question and for homework and for help but but i think are very happy very happy but how can I know for
0: sure? Well, slowly, give it three weeks. So you're looking for, for sure, and now stop thinking. Could you stop thinking like an adult that things just take time? I like the lesson of grass. The classical that I use, everyone's got a different lesson, so nature. I use the concept of grass. Have you ever seen, like sometimes in front of your house or wherever it should be, where the grass is growing? If you look at the grass every single day, you don't yeah. think it grows. But all of a sudden, you don't cut it for two weeks or three weeks, and all of a sudden, you see how big it is. Many times, you have the same thing with kids. Sometimes, people would make like a line at the door by the doorpost of their door, and they would say this was their year one, year two, year three, and you just see them growing. But if you look at the person every day, you don't realize that they grew, and all of a sudden, oh, you grew. The same is with friendship. You're focusing on, I want to see every minute out they, my friend, and my friends. It's three weeks that you're getting closer to them, and it took you three months to get to this level. Just give it time. So do the next step. Invite them or, you, or, or or go with them somewhere. Like you said, if you have a babysitting, whatever it should be. Learning just easy. Okay, the goal is for you to be relaxed and easy. And everything happens with the Shmaya with time.
1: Okay? I, I will add something from my sure. profession of construction. To Please build, go right ahead. To build, to build it take time. You know, you're starting with build, building a foundation and then a the beams and another brick and another brick take time to destroy is very it's very easy very quickly to destroy and time is very very important here and don't try to push because when you push they feel that you they try to intimidate them and try to to take over as i said listen and re, and build the relationship slowly and you know What's solid that? sorry that's a
2: good like, idea that but I can invite my sister's wouldn't coming up in a week so should I invite them, you know, come to my sister's wedding? Or I should go over to them and say, okay, here you have an invitation. If you want to come, you could come. Invite if, them, no, why no. invite
0: them slowly? Let's say we're not even talking about the wedding. Do they invite other friends to the wedding? Or you're new to the class? You could invite them, or you could also not invite them. I'm talking about the smaller steps. Go out with them. Call them up to study a little. Um, sit with them at lunch when they're sitting at lunch. I do sit with them at lunch. Good, so just give it time.
1: Excellent. And I don't see nothing wrong with inviting to the wedding. I see that a lot of... I you know? agree.
0: I just don't want him like what you said, yes. I don't know if that's what they do or if the friends do invite or don't invite. So what I'm saying is taking the idea from Avnissian that one step at a time.
2: Yeah, but would it be a correct thing to invite them?
1: It depends on your classroom. Are uh, usually the girls, uh, the girls invited to the family weddings?
2: There was no wedding coming up. No, so. but
1: you can you can just ask. You know, you can ask. You can, you know, other girls, you know. I know with my kids' uh, class, they basically, every time that there's kind of wedding, they're going. And even tonight after the show, I have to take my kids to the uh, uh, other sibling uh, of their friend uh, from the class to a wedding. I understand.
0: All right, so you say yes. What I'm saying is you can do whatever you'd like. Just slow down the process. They have to be a best friend right now. Give it, imagine three or four more weeks from now how close it's going to be. Relationships just takes the time. Okay? Very brave okay. of you to call up. Thank you so much. Excellent. Okay. I would thank like to tell everyone call. listening, have a good night. At, by the way, this Shabbos, Merit Hashem, I'm going to be joining the Shabbos Keraftunih, where they have a beautiful weekend of great... Speakers, they have the special speaker we have over here from the J root of Rabbi Ozeri. is going to be there, which is beautiful and a lot, and, um, a, lot a lot of great speakers, and it's really a nice to have whoever would like to be there. Information about Yiddishkeit, information about growing relationships, getting close—it's just an unbelievable lineup that they have, and I look forward whoever's listening to be
1: there. Yeah, okay, so we'll go to Mrs. Ara.
0: Mrs. R, you're on with Mordechai and her of Nissen.
3: Hello? Is that me?
1: Yes. yes
0: that is
4: you. Okay, hi. Um, my question is actually, uh, I have a three-year-old daughter, and I have two questions about how to go about uh, two things that bother me. Uh, first of all, she recently
0: you know our basic response, golf. right? You know, our, you know our three little principles, right? Just want to make sure that you're aware, so my answer will probably be it's skills-based. You know, uh, you might not know, so I'll just tell you. We have three okay. little you know, sort of rules that I've set up just for me, this program. There are other programs that deal specifically with kids, but okay. my program right here, the second rule is that we don't really take questions of kids under the age of eight because mm-hmm. I usually say it's age-appropriate and it's a skills-based. It means I need to explain to you how to do it, and usually you need skills before the actual questions. So... That's usually uh-huh. like why I recommend the parenting or lessons like that where someone will guide you because it's not – usually we get – so this program is for awareness. Awareness I mm-hmm. like you create an awareness. When someone asks about a 3-year-old kid, how do I get the kid to go to sleep? The kid is afraid of this. What do I do? Usually, they usually end up with what do I do? And uh-huh. what do I do is we're not able to do on a program on a 10-minute, okay. 5- I... to 10-minute answer.
4: Okay. I just think that it's more of how I deal with it instead of, how to help her? I don't know if.
0: if that's usually could I what the answer tell you is. That's my why you in parenting workshops? i What they do? They in parenting workshops, they focus on you, not on the kids.
3: Mm-hmm. And when
0: you okay. have the skills, you have the knowledge. That's usually what happens.
4: Uh huh. Is could I tell you my question and you tell me if it's
0: for the courtesy of picking of calling guests, we'll give you that time definitely. Oh, but very you. likely, I usually tell parents that is usually. A parenting question that any skilled parenting expert will be able to help you and guide you. Sure.
4: Uh huh. Okay. Okay. Thank you. First, one of them is a, a child that's very shy. Um, shy, as in they're they're good uh, socially, just with in a new setting or anything like out of the ordinary. They don't like to be in a spotlight. I was wondering if it's uh, if you would suggest.
0: Age-appropriate. Let it go? Age-appropriate parenting. Okay.
4: That's age okay. Age-appropriate
0: doesn't mean you can learn how to deal with it. You can figure out, get information, how to do well, but it's age-appropriate to go up and down. Okay. So,
4: okay. Age-appropriate. Yep. Okay, so then don't answer. And the other one was a child that that gets, let's say, I don't know, I don't think it's called bullied, but rather like the kids tell them, uh, like if, if, a, if a child comes home saying that they were hit, or that the child, that the other children tell them that they're not, uh, you know, just I don't know anything not nice about them. Do you empower a child like tell them to answer back, or just tell them that it's not true? Like something like, that's my question. How old the I kid? Address it or not?
0: How is the kid?
4: So I said three years old.
0: So how are you going to explain to a three-year-old? So go ahead, share with me how you're going to explain it to them.
4: Okay, so I did, uh, let's say I would tell her if she's, she tells me that the other children were telling her that she's not cute, so I would say it's not true, or let's say I tried another tactic of telling her don't, uh, let's say it was one of the kids on the bus, let's say I said don't sit next to them, or I tried saying that they don't. They want to be as cute as you, sort of that they're jealous and that's why they're saying it. I'm not sure if it's the right thing Excellent, to do. but wonderful
0: stuff, beautiful. Excellent.
4: They they are. Is that what? I mean, I was thinking. But was I, I hear
0: the ask. next question you're going to ask, but it didn't always work. Or my kid now doesn't want to go on the bus. Or well, my That's kid doesn't actually feel safe. Not,
4: no, I think she likes to hear it, but I'm not sure if it's the right thing to say.
0: What's your doubt? Let's go. What's your doubt? What's I'm wrong thinking, ever telling a kid that you're good and you're smart and you're intelligent? Okay,
4: that, intelligent? that, yeah, that is good. What's your problem? Right? There
0: seems to be a question to you. What's your question? No,
4: that that I wouldn't. That I think is good. But I'm thinking if telling them that that child isn't good and you're better than them or and well, they're jealous.
0: what do jealous you think? What do you of think? Of you? Your
4: I'm thinking if it's not a nice, uh, like a not a nice way to deal with it. I'm I'm telling them negative things about the other children.
0: Okay, great. So what? And to this, I allow you to answer the question.
4: Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you're you're saying it's Um. Is it right what I'm thinking or?
0: Right. So what I'm saying is, this is more. Your. What I'm saying is, I don't want. I feel these are questions that. Okay. As you are, said in the beginning. I think you have your answer. I think you know the answer. Do you like saying the girl isn't the other girls aren't good? Sometimes you'll feel confident, yes. Sometimes you'll feel confident, no. Sometimes you'll say it and you won't focus on it. It's all Mm -hmm. about your confidence and about what you're doing and how you're doing it. So just to share with you another question I usually ask is, is this your first child?
4: Yes, it is.
0: Right, exactly. So when you take a workshop, you feel confident in your skills. You'll feel confident that there are times you will say this, at times you'll say that. There isn't a yes or no question. It's not a yes or no answer either. Mm-hmm. It's about okay. using your gut, your instincts. It's about being confident in your skills as a parent.
4: Right, right. So you think that would be a good idea? That's
0: what I'm saying. What I'm saying is a parenting workshop gives you the skills. I was just taking a cute story of this and if you'd like to hear this, I was debating yes to say, not to say, but I share it already. I'm taking that with three day workshops. I took it Sunday, now Monday, and then R tomorrow, Tuesday as well. Mm-hmm. And what I observed was that there were some therapists in the workshop that actually do DBT. And we're in the group, and someone was talking about the BPD, the borderline um, the borderline client, and some of their emotional regularities because one of the therapists was sort of saying that they were taking off three days, you know, taking this training. And they said, here, the clients were saying, you're the best therapist I've ever had, but the minute they're not there for that Monday when they're showing up to center, all of a sudden they're the worst therapist, now you hate me. And they said, yeah, they said, like, they love you, and you're the best until, until you're not able to supply them with something. And then one of the therapists were going, yeah, it's so difficult working with them. And then this therapist said, actually, no, I have the training. I understand what's going on. And when that happens, I have the skills to use with them. They said, I actually feel very safe working with someone that's a, a borderline. And what I want you to get from this is getting information, getting skills means I'm not advocating my, I'm not promoting my parenting workshop. I do it once a year. We did it. It's not going to happen until who knows when, Merit Hashem, again. And even if you do take mine, or you take take two, three of them. They're worth it. You're investing in yourself. You're investing in your confidence. When you're confident about what you're doing, if you'll have a question, you'll be willing to even take a risk.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Ravnison, what Sounds do you good.
0: say?
1: Yeah. You, you say it all, you know. And it seems like uh, you're a very good, mom, and just really uh, exactly as, as the as the nature in you and the the parenting uh, classes will help you to just announce it, you know, to be more secure and uh, more assertive about it. Thank you, thank you. I
4: appreciate your help.
0: Yeah, yeah.
4: thank you.
0: Certainly. Okay.
1: So we'll go to Mrs. E. Yes.
0: Mrs. Hello? E. Yes, hi. You're on with Mordecai and, and again, just telling people the number to call up, seven one eight six eight three fifty eight fifty
3: eight seven one eight six eight three
0: fifty eight fifty eight.
3: 718-683-5858. Okay, hello? Yes. Okay, first of all, thanks for everything. I really appreciate it. And I'd also like to thank your wife, because I really feel that behind every great man, there's a great woman.
0: I will definitely pass it on to her. Yes, and I would like we we, to we we'll wives, join We join Me and her of Nissen, both of our it. wives. I would say our of Nissen, Nah, we're all, <laughs> both our wives suffer from us the same on this level. <laughs> there are other successes, but responsibility. I don't a yep. I
1: don't know if I'm a successor, but uh, we're <laughs> Yeah,
0: exactly.
3: Um, okay, I'd like to know more about the diagnosis called ODD.
0: Oppositional Defiant Disorder. Yes. Um, I do much better if I get a specific question rather than talking. It's not about very it, this, specific. This isn't, well, very simple. There's an, uh, something called oppositional-defined disorder, and there's a conduct disorder, which is a bit of an easier diagnosis, and people throw them around. It's basically children that are oppositional-defined as more extreme which is they are challenging you and they're not even able to listen. Like there's so much pain in them that they're really fighting every level. It's not where they well, are What pain. Is it. is
3: it about pain? Is it about like a difficult childhood? Uh-huh.
0: Now, you ask, now you Now you just changed the entire question. What brings that can be, I can give you now 20 issues that brought it. Parents are dysfunctional, a parent that is, let's say, a personality disorder, kids mm-hmm. that were severely abused and whatever it should be, physically, mentally, emotionally. Mm-hmm. Over-controlled kids do it. What?
3: Uh, kids that are over-controlled. I mean, like their parents are like very definitely, controlling. Definitely,
0: that's right, definitely. But I need you to realize, oppositional defiant needs to be diagnosed by a licensed therapist. Cause I understand, throws... I'm not
3: diagnosing, I'm just asking.
0: Yes, I need you to realize, because people throw around these things. Yeah. Oppositional defiant no, is I- very No, I was just severe. wondering, I read
3: often the... and to me it sounded like a kid that simply wasn't listening. So I was like wondering no, if you were No, absolutely diagnosing. not. Oppositional
0: a, defi- a kid that simply doesn't listen is called a normal, healthy yeah. kid. I had yeah. a this last week. Actually, someone from the, from the J-Root radio family has hooked me up to one of the G'dayli Hadar in the Litvisha world. It was a chustis to speak to him. And he was so open and just saying how we need to realize our kids, we're never, they're making little mistakes and we're already judging them, we're already not wanting our children to be around them.
3: Kids no, are meant
0: no. to be kids. We've forgotten that. Kids are meant to challenge us. Kids are meant to say, I don't want to do this. That's part yeah. of the role of a kid. Oppositional yeah. defiant, no, defiant. is someone that says very I'm upset. No, I need you to realize this. I want everyone listening. Oppositional defiant is someone that is not following any rules, that's disrupting yeah. the class, that doesn't mm-hmm. listen. You give them one-on-one attention, and they're just fighting you even one-on-one. and, you yeah, need and they a,
3: bully other kids also, right?
0: A large part of that is that, but oh. it's from severe pain. When you see oppositional defiant, you can't even speak to them. You see the anger in their eyes most of the time. It's not that they're pained at one time. Oppositional defiant is they're fighting in school. They're fighting at home. It's all over. Yeah, That's not classic. A kid that has an issue with a Rebbe, but last year's Rebbe, they were good, and this year's Rebbe, Rebbe, they're good. Or last year's teacher, they were good, and two years ago, they were good, and it's just this year's. That's not oppositional defiant. It's a lot more. There's severe anger all over, and they're deliberately defying you. They know what will get you upset. They know the rules, and they're breaking it and very often. And they love to break it. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. But it's not a kid that's got a, sm- a sparkle or a kid that's got ADHD that he needs actions. Kids that are ADHD mm-hmm. many, most of the time are not potential to No, I'm talking defiance. about a kid
3: that's you know really, really, really bullying every single kid. The whole class is terrified of this child and uh, really not listening yes. to authority to an extreme. yes.
0: yes. Yes, that's when you start going into diagnosis. But before you go to oppositional well, defiance, I no was conduct. thinking about
3: what's the difference between that and communication skills issues.
0: Well, it's very simple. Communication just means the person doesn't know how to talk. Oppositional defiance. I know. Means so it.
3: sometimes it could have, you know, a no, no, no. You see, that's the difficulty. You see, now you are trying to, to understand
0: the difference in diagnosis. One has got nothing communication issue. Has got yes. very little to do with oppositional defiance. Yes. Part the of the skills that you will teach someone that is oppositional defiant is you'll teach them communication skills, but that's okay. not the issue. So if someone is social, if someone's so missing some social skills on how to communicate, they can act up in places. Acting up is not oppositional defiant. That's what I'm trying to explain to you listening. We're throwing around diagnosable terms mm-hmm. that. You need a licensed therapist to diagnose it because we're able to tell the difference and will on no uncertain terms, of will a the therapist mm-hmm. ever diagnose a kid with ADHD or, or a kid that comes from a severe, that's why you must do a complete history. What's mm-hmm. going on by the parents? You need to be able to speak to the kid. You need to find out other issues that have gone on. And if those have been there, you would not diagnose right away oppositional defiant. And you would first try the different methods of therapy and give other modalities out there before you go to that diagnosis. I need you to be aware that you've thrown a diagnosis out there and I feel like I've actually trying... never
3: heard of it. I just read up on it. I never knew there was such a diagnosis.
0: Okay, wonderful. So is now let me tell you don't use it. Now that you read family? up on it, don't use it. Don't use it.
3: No, uh, I'm, not using, def- I'm not using it. I'm not using it. Good, that's all I'm saying. Great. You read up,
0: don't use it now. Forget it.
3: Is it part of the personality disorder family?
0: Absolutely not.
3: No, it's a different because thing. Because
0: kids cannot be diagnosed. Personality disorder.
3: Could it turn, does it turn into personality
0: disorder? Everything can turn into a personality disorder. So strep throat, Lyme disease can turn into a personality disorder. <laughs> uh, bipolar can turn into personality disorders. Depression could turn into personality disorders. Anxiety can, everything can. Let's not, you see, that's what I'm telling you. Don't go there. Forget to, forget to diagnose oppositional defiant. I would have you read books on different methods of therapy for someone has that got that's pain I'm not that's diagnosing.
3: Angry. I was just wondering uh, if there really was such a thing. That's all.
0: Yeah, so there is such a thing as oppositional defiant. And um, yeah.
3: And Irvin, it's listen, what do you with say to this? Because
0: I sometimes get triggered when I get these questions and I want to make sure I'm not too tough. No, no, no. no so
3: I'm not, not, not diagnosing children. No, right? no. I don't
0: want you to feel as if I'm attacking you. I just no, want to No, I don't sure feel
3: attacked because I understand. It's not my department
0: right it's you got to un, you got to know the surroundings before you're diagnosing oppositional no response.
3: i I wouldn't diagnose I was just you know I just yeah. wanted to know. So it's not people therapy. like people
0: like using diagnose I'll share with you a classic diagnosis that is the exact opposite or has nothing to do with one with the other, so people use this con, the concept called antisocial right when I'm embarrassed mm-hmm. to be in public, I'm antisocial. The diagnosis in the professional terms of antisocial means you are doing violent behaviors. Oppositional defiant, when they go above 18 and they get raised, the diagnosis becomes into antisocial. Antisocial is someone that will generally have many already arrests. So an oppositional defiant, it usually goes with arrests by the police. They already have a rap sheet. They are purposely breaking laws because they have a benefit of breaking the laws, and they also have very little feeling to breaking and for hurting others. So antisocial in a therapy diagnosis, if I read that a professional wrote the person is antisocial, I go, wow, this is severe. When I hear a friend of mine talk, someone Mm -hmm. tells me, oh, they call up on the program, hey, Mordechai, I'm antisocial. I know, oh, they're talking about they have a social phobia or they might have some anxiety. So what I want to recognize is there are terms that in college and that we get updated and educated in one thing and people do another. So let's use the word oppositional defiance. sounds like a cute word. It's like no, okay, it my kid's oppositional. Skewing, I know, you know I mean? I'm, I'm not just doing this to you. I'm sharing it to everyone listening. So when people use the word "oh, my son" or "the daughter" or "my <laughs> my classmate, my son" or "my daughter's classmate" is oppositional, means they're opposing me. Oh, they're oppositional defiant disorder. No, in the therapy terms, oppositional defiant disorder means something a lot more severe than someone that's just opposing you. That's all. That's the awareness that I want to create.
3: And what's the treatment for it?
0: Again, how you're asking me how to treat someone that I've never no, met. Asking, I don't even what, know the age. You I understand. You know, it depends. Uh, Is the parity? oppositional defiant becoming they don't have healthy parents? Is it because they're being criticized the entire time? Is it because they're suffering from uh, ADHD? Is it because that they're laughed at by all their friends? Is it because a parent has there and therefore they never process their trauma? Is it because they have a sensory issue and no one dealt with that? You realize mm-hmm. how any we don't know when you ask what is a treatment, I first need to evaluate therapy is a one on one basis. There is no cookie cutter machine for therapy.
5: Yeah. Does mm-hmm.
0: that explain that I cannot tell you what is the therapy? The first step is to get a real evaluation and a real diagnosis and then with the after then we form a treatment plan. It's, it's Sometimes medication is part of the treatment plan. Sometimes it's getting them out of their parents' house that's the treatment plan. Mm-hmm.
3: But it's a treatable condition.
0: All, uh, nothing in the medical or therapy field can be guaranteed. Le Fidah Echateva, Metz it could be. But if the parents are the issue and the parents aren't working on themselves or the house is just as that or if the father is that way, then mm-hmm. how treatable do you think it's going to be if the person still stays in the environment? Yeah. So do you oh, realize that everything depends on, each variable depends on another variable. That's what makes therapy that complicated.
3: Yeah, I understand. Especially Excellent. Thank kids. you. Thank you for your question. Okay. Thanks for your time. I really appreciate.
0: Excellent. It. Excellent. This
3: was a good awareness-based
0: question. Arvind, what do you say to this? I,
1: I think it's very important that that uh, we, you know, I as we spoke so many times uh, about. Wait,
0: yeah. So okay. For, yeah.
1: We thanks. spoke about uh, that. Uh, you know, we're learning something new and just uh, try to uh, to try. Oh, we applied it my friends learn psychology and in, in the university. And they start coming. Oh, I'm, I belong to this group, and I belong to this group. Every time a new, new, uh, <laughs> new terms come, he said, "Oh, I belong to this. I belong to this." It's something that's really uh, diagnostic. It's not sim. And seems that this lady young ladies uh, sound like a teacher, and uh, she wants to know. She's very curious, but again, very dangerous to put categorize on children, especially in children. And that's to right. See, to see what what really you know. We spoke about it last week about, I I don't know with you, but I spoke about it. I I found that uh, sometimes teachers very harsh decision decision making, you know, and I had a case of a kid that the teacher told, called the parents and said, you know, if your son doesn't take any more, if he doesn't take a a Ritalin, uh, don't come into the school anymore to school. And this is really ridiculous. And Of course. The, the the kids the kids was evaluated. He doesn't have nothing. But the, the teacher just somehow needed to take himself directly, you know? Yeah. And, okay, so this is this is my, my answer. Though. That's <laughs> right.
0: To... So I just got three, four messages, I mean, personally, let's say, on, on the other place where people are sending opposition. So I'll just read one of them, not because we're taking the question, just to create the awareness. This is a, a more detailed question. Someone says i 'm a teacher, and I have a student that I think is oppositional defiant. Does it need professional help? The answer is absolutely because forget about we go to the help. First, we want to know why is the person oppositional defiant? We need to do a real good intake, a real search of history what 's going on that this kid is so oppositional defiant That is step one before before we go to the treatment plan. Kids are born naturally, feeling loved, wanting to be appreciated, wanting to work along with teachers and with family. What's going on with this kid? Before we talk about, like, going to a therapist to help, we first need to know what's bothering them. Then, just to be aware that when those therapists that deal with oppositional defiance, uh, dealing with oppositional defiant, the therapy treatment, a large part of it is actually teamwork. That means the therapist will be speaking to the teachers, will be speaking to the parents because it's an entire team. Is it getting better? Is it not? The kid might say they are or the kid might not tell the whole stories. So it's very, very important to have this this message and to get the message out there that it is workable and it's extremely important that – We work together as a team. So for ODD, or if it's close, if the kids got behavioral issues, the therapy for children and teenagers that got behavioral issues means the therapist will be working with the school as well.
1: Thank you. We'll go to Mrs. K. Okay. Sure. Mrs. K.
0: Mrs. K. You're on with Mordechai Niravnisson. Hello. Yes. Hello. Hi, Mordechai. How are you? Baruch Hashem, fantastic. I just called to say
5: thank you, and I really appreciate your hotline.
0: Uh, you're welcome.
5: Um, and I hope you have a good night. That's it. Oh, that's it?
0: Just wanted to say thank you, Grayson. Can I ask you, I know people don't like when I put them on the spot, so feel free to say no, but is there any details that you appreciated, something that you gained, one point, the program's manner of missing together, a question that someone asked that you liked, anything? Is there any little point that you liked? Um. Yeah, sure. Good, would you share with us just one?
5: yeah, a while ago, a boy called up about saying people saying comments to him,
0: uh-huh, and
5: you told him to just answer thank you."
0: Ah, yeah, that was. I a really nice like that play. one. yes, Where you're not getting into the game, you're just
5: good. I've seen good, that like good. people want to help, and they just don't know how to say it.
0: Uh-huh, beautiful,
5: and thank you always helps.
0: Thank you, thank you, excellent. Appreciate the message, appreciate the call, and whoever's listening, you can feel free just to give a call and just say thank you. It is so appreciated and accepted because as Rav Nissen sort of said that, read that negative mis- message, Baruch Hashem, we really, I've got to say, we're now probably at a ratio of 20 positives to one negative. But it's always nice to get a positive without having a need to balance a negative. Just I appreciate a thank you. So Those mean a lot to me. Thank All you. Right. So, yeah, appreciate it very much. Right,
1: good night.
0: Mrs. Shorty. S. Mrs. S? Hello? Hello? Yes, hi. You're on with Mordechai and Horeb Nissen.
6: Hi, thank you so much for taking my call.
0: My I'm, pleasure. I'm a very educated
6: consumer, so I have to say wow, thank you so much. Wow, great. I'm
0: really, I'm really paying attention.
6: <sighs> thank you so much. I really, whoever has any issues, any questions, I always tell them, just call the hotline and they'll get your answers. Thank you. Yep. Thank you. Okay, so I have a question like that. I have an adorable, smart, intelligent fourth grader, a girl. Um, We recently moved, and she's in a new school. And for some reason, this class is ganging up against the teacher. Um, we, We gathered the mothers together. The principal was in touch with us. And we're trying to figure out a way how to get the girls to behave in class. They're basically literally ganging up against the teacher, 25 girls bullying a teacher.
0: Did they do this last year, too?
6: They were a difficult class. They did a little, like a slight mix, and there are a a few new kids. And for some odd reason, the morning teacher has full control. Everything is perfectly fine. The teacher walks into class, and the class turns into a bunch of, I don't know what, including my daughter. Yeah. It's totally not to recognize, because she's not the type of kid. She's definitely... An energy child, meaning she loves it because it's just fun, but she really
0: doesn't like it. She really comes home That's saying, right. I have so a headache. She's not liking what's happening to her. She doesn't like herself um, being mean to teachers. Right, right. Yes. And she was yes. thrown
6: out of class when she deserved it, and I did yes. not, you know. And I evaluated it like when I got the message that my kids was thrown out of class, I called the teacher, and I was trying to work along, but this is an entire class ganging up against the teacher. So we had PTA and we gathered all the mothers and we're trying to figure out an idea a professional sort of how can we talk how can I talk to my daughter maybe she can gang up with the class to be good like I don't know it's just so painful the teacher comes home from school literally in tears every single day
0: I'm going to say something and I hope it's not taken the wrong way okay but this teacher isn't ready for this position now I'm going to say something, not that I'm excusing the girls' behaviors, because it's not an excuse. On the other hand, we can't excuse the school's behavior. It means we are very clear that you don't want to put something, there's, there's a lav in the Torah, Michel means in front of a blind person, you put in, shouldn't put something that they can trip. That means that the school's job has got a responsibility to the students, the students have a responsibility to the school. School's responsibility to the students are I will give you qualified teachers. I'll give you teachers that know how to control the class. I'll give you teachers that will educate you. I'll give you teachers that will make sure the environment is safe for every single student. I will make sure that every single student's got friends and does well, whatever level they are. That is the commitment that the schools and the teachers have for the students. The students' (laughs) commitment to the schools I will do my best. I will participate. I will be respectful. I will listen to the rules even when I don't enjoy it. I will continue being a, 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 a Bas Yisrael or a Ben Yisrael, when I'm right. out of the school, I will continue representing the school. If I make a mistake any of those times, if there's a consequence, I will then pay for the consequence.
6: Mm-hmm.
0: So, However,
6: what, the teacher seems like a highly qualified teacher.
0: Wonderful. Now the school's <sighs> got to figure out, maybe this teacher, they have to get a co-teacher. Maybe they need to get a second teacher joining her right away. For class management. And maybe she is a highly skilled teacher. Just for this severe, strong class, it's not. Mm-hmm. Is there any but
6: way I can, let's say, tell my daughter to get a few there's girls There's a
0: lot, but I don't know what's going on. I don't know what the peer pressure is. I don't know if the girl that's making the trouble is her best friend, so she's got to do it. There is. The
6: principal card. told me that she's noticing some kind of, like, bullying between the girls. Like, if you don't do yes, this. So we'll... that's what,
0: I'm saying. what I'm saying is now your question is what do you tell your daughter in detail? How was your, how was your daughter last year?
6: She was a, she's a Heverman kid, but she was an
0: A-plus student. That's not what I was asking. We're asking about the Heverman part. So your she was behaving this, perfectly in class. I had no now in an no environment issues. that there's no control and people are doing that, this right. is now going to start triggering everything. Right. So first of all, I just want to tell everyone the number to call in, because we've had two, three people, and we've lost them. They've hung up. The number is, again, 718-683-5858, 683 5858 so let's go back. Your daughter is a Heverman girl, that now your actions are going to be, how can you be a Heverman and, and a away, in a sneer stick way in a way that's appropriate? And if you're hurting someone else, then we need to teach you when yes to do it and when not to do it. Right. Karev listen, can you get involved? What would you say to this?
6: I'm extremely pained because this teacher is literally crying every single
0: mm-hmm. day. I you know, agree the, with you. This yes. is torture. But I believe – you see, that should be – the let, let me tell you, if I – Imagine, not imagine, I have it sometimes i I work in a center, right? we've got therapists working together, and a the therapist could tell me a certain client is really triggering yes, them. Say, go on is again it, what okay yeah, yeah, can yeah, can you please get involved with this one? sure
1: I'm um, sorry no, just on uh, the microphone was open I just uh, okay oh i i, I j ju- I just want to say now if i if you're already on, I' know I said like this it's really an issue of the school. And I know, I know that you mentioned this is a second period, and the girls after the you know afternoon time, it's a little bit very t- it's 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 tough to control, especially the English. I don't know why most of the uh, schools the English is afternoon, and it's very very tough to control. But uh, I think here that the the skill it could be that the highly skilled teacher. And a very, But maybe she's not belong to this class. She can go that's to other right. class. You're allowed to say, you know, the
0: school's allowed to switch. So what I'm, that's what I was explaining. Like with the center, we have that sometimes. It's just not the right shidduch. doesn't mean the therapist isn't good. doesn't mean the client isn't good. And then mm-hmm. you see big changes. It's about accepting certain levels. Like you said, this teacher is a high, could be a very highly skilled class, teacher. Just with this class, it's not matching. They might need a stronger hand.
6: Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll suggest it. I'll have the principal listen to the question.
0: Right. Yes. Okay. All right. I was. I told the person. Someone sent me a message. That teacher in the school should be taking your teacher's workshop. They would know how to get control right away. I said, I'm not going to. I was going to say
6: that, effort. but I don't like to give the teachers' opinion.
0: That's right. So all we're saying is that you have a right to feel bad, and I want you to know that if it was my kid, I would still be doing separately with my child, saying, "I understand your Heverman, I understand you have the energy, but no child of mine can make another Yiddish person cry." At the end right. of the day, yes, okay. the school has to change, but I would not accept. That. And right. I would be on top, and I would even have the kid know that I'm calling up this teacher, every, my child know I'm calling up, how did my daughter behave, or how did my son behave? Because to me, that's the derich, it's called military. To me, right. I, I care about how much my kids know, but bachshem one kid is better in this, and one kid is better in that. Midas to me is is from the the most important steps, the first step is Amidas, and it's all across Yiddishkeit. So, right.
6: I this daughter of mine knows that I'm talking to the teacher every single day. I'm just trying to figure out a way. I tried getting her on a three-way with the four tap goody-goodies. Let's try to make some kind of a movement like there's something no, wrong in the class. Changing
0: the whole class is difficult because that might be her against them.
6: I right. don't
0: know if you're supposed to be getting your daughter to change the whole the whole. System. I'm not going down that path that's a major yes. step my first step is how do we get your daughter that if you call the teacher that day with your daughter saying how did my daughter behave and she'll say your daughter behaved well if your daughter needs to not open up her mouth the entire hour of 45 minutes for that period or 20 minutes whatever that period should be by that teacher I would reward her I would mm-hmm. figure out what can be done but the point is no daughter of mine no child of mine is allowed to make a person cry. Yes, you could make a mistake, like Nebuchadnezzar had the first phone call or the message of the person they called in, and they're hurt and insulted. Yes, we can hurt people by mistake, and we could say it, we're sorry. But if we know someone is crying over and over and over, I would not allow that, and I tell my kid, this is just the way it's going. There's, there are no right. and-ifs or buts about that. Right.
6: No monkey business, yeah.
0: That's right. Hurting yeah. another Yiddish kid that's what comes in passing. Worst. And I will yeah. call up the teacher to make sure that that is changed. Right. Okay. So I'm right. so so just sharing the focus. The focus is not how do you change around the class. The class, that's the school's responsibility. It's their O A A, to the teacher, B, they owe it to the class. That's their job. Right. And you have a right to demand it of the school, saying, look, I like this teacher. Maybe get her another teacher. A co-teacher with her. Maybe principal come in every 10 minutes. That's part of what they do. We're doing the teacher's workshop, and part of the information is there. Get the principal's help. Have the principal involved. Deal with the four or five girls that's over there. We're dealing with a lot of that stuff. You know, right, for so the principal is through in class. Or, just... listen, did I ever tell you what they do in China? Did I mention it on this program, what they do in China?
1: They bring the parents.
0: That's right. For two weeks, I spoke wow. to a therapist. Imagine you know if your daughter doesn't behave, you're sitting in class for two weeks from nine in the morning till three o'clock. Do you think your daughter will start behaving and the whole class will start behaving? <laughs> they definitely will. You so that happens to be
6: that that's what the principal did now for two weeks she sat through it's full English. It's from lunch till dismissal. It's like a good three hours. Yes. Excellent. So, so
0: the teacher's doing everything right. Sitting in yes. there. that is her
6: job. Right. hundred percent. That's right. So they're it is very, with it. a nine year old kid. To stay quiet for three hours when the class is animals.
0: I don't see how is the class being animals with a principal and a teacher. They're not. They're uncontrollable. Completely There's uncontrollable. There's no such thing as uncontrolled. Then you divide the it's, class and you take several of those trouble girls and then you send them to a containment class. That means they're not ready to be a class. Remember, part of the commitment that the school has is that they have to give the kids a safe environment and a learning environment. If there are two or three girls that are ruining that environment, well, doesn't mean you throw them out of the class. But they might need a self-contained class. They might need to say you've got to work, earn your way in to be part of a bigger group. That's what self-contained is. Self-contained are, there could be children that have a certain diagnosis or children that are not able to read or learn that well in the classes ahead of time. But these kids deserve to be given their information and to feel good about themselves and to have more one-on-one attention. If there are three or four kids that have major behavioral issues, the rest of the class has a right to behave and has a right to have a good behavior. If the principal's in the class for two weeks and the class is still that troubled, then the next step would be either getting those girls out, but not from kicking them out of a class, just putting them in a self-contained class, and maybe having those parents pay for it, saying, realize, look at what you're doing. Your kids are ruining an entire class. They're accepted in class. And I would also be speaking to the Hebrew teacher, to the Yiddish teacher, in the right. morning, what power, what's she doing that these same girls are behaving? I would also I, do a little I've bit of that. research. I've done that. When my daughter came home one day that she was expelled from
6: English, the first call I made was for Yiddish, because
0: I believe right. and in And what my daughter, is that Yiddish teacher the doing teacher. that the principal's not able to do? Realize this. A principal is two weeks in the class the entire time, and she can't control the class, and the Yiddish teacher could? What's going on?
1: I don't know. Something special. That's
0: right. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. It's, it's yeah. very something special. So what would you say from your experience when the principal comes in? Doesn't the class behave then?
1: Uh, it's, it's it's something that's really. Uh, I think that uh, I think that uh, they have to take. a i guess a the cause. class
0: behaved while the principal
6: sat there, but the minute she left, they uh, made havoc.
1: I'm telling you, first of all, it seems like the teacher lost a confidence. And She, she definitely must get...
6: lost this class. Okay, That's for sure.
1: So, okay, so I think that for 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 her sake and for the class sake, I would I would leave this class and bring an bring another another teacher and give build build the teacher again with with another class. I don't I don't think that a, it will help to nobody. That uh, you know, it's really it's ridiculous if if. If after two weeks of the principal sitting and she's still not controlling the class, I think she has something that she has to learn and try to to work with another class. Okay. All
0: Excellent. Right. So just to summarize, as Rav Nissen said, it's the responsibility of the class, of the teacher, to be able to get the class to behave if for whatever reason it didn't work. Then let the school switch it and move it around. The next level is for your daughter. There's a separate issue that your daughter is making Someone else in Clydesdale will cry day after day. It yeah. would be your job to be able to tell your daughter, okay, you can't keep quiet. What are we going to do for you to behave? You want to color? You want to do whatever? My focus is right now, before I want to know about how much information you know, I first want to know that you've got the Yiddish heart here. Right. Okay. Very strong. Good. Well, that's uh, just, thank you. That's just, that's, I'm just sharing with you what I would have done with my children. To me, okay. Derech Eretz and, and Yiddishkeit, Menschlichkeit. That comes uh, uh, first, sure. comes before. We see G'daylam, we see Yidin that just have the Tentali Yid, as it's called, throughout history that didn't know much. Amaratzin, we have Gemaras all full of it. Midrashim, all full of that, where people did not know much, but they cared for another Yidin. how their Abayin gave them an Olam Haba, bigger than anything else out there.
6: Right. I try uh, telling we, her stories. We hear these stories try, that so years be later, they have right now. to ask i be that them strict them.
0: parent. Say, you're right. You might be right that the schools not supplying that for you, but you are my child. My child does not do this. Right. And if you need to pull her out of English, I would rather pull out my kid from English and have her make a teacher cry. That's just – I'm not saying I would do that. I'm saying there are several options before that, but that would be a very strong consideration for me. Okay. I'll consider that. Yep. Okay. Thank <laughs> well, you so thanks,
6: much. Thanks for your lines and everything. Thank you so much. You're welcome.
0: Much. By the way, we've gotten a lot of messages. I got two, three messages. Or Nissen's got messages that he's sending me saying that they have the same issue, that they're great with, with the Rebbe in the morning and then with the teachers in the afternoon, it's hard. Or that it's so true someone said that the responsibility of the class belongs to the teachers, and that's the responsibility that the schools have. And if there are kids that are disturbing that, then the school needs to sit down with the parents on how to do it. And that's what I'm doing in the workshop, the teachers training workshop, is what's the responsibility of the teachers and the school on how to be able to do that. And one of them that we discussed was the 80-20 rule. It's done all over in business, in any area in life, the same as in teaching. That is that 80% of your time is many times taken over by 20% of the students. That means 20% of the students will make 80% of the problem. And what we're discussing there is, the information is, no, you can give 20% of the problem of the kids that need time, maybe, 30% of your time. But 70% must be to the rest of the class. Man. And this is oh. just simple information but it needs to be addressed. How to get the principal involved? And all this that I'm sharing with you is what we discuss in the teachers' training workshop.
1: I, I want to add about it. You know, we we had uh, quite a few shows about the the English behave. You know, the the, the what do you call the terms of the English classes in the, in the in the school our system. And unfortunately, I found that somehow, especially by the boys' uh, schools. That uh, the, even the Anala, the principals are not taking seriously this this issue, and become like like uh, okay, let them you know that pass it, let it do it, and this is the main main issue about it. You know, so many teachers, so many teachers, and, and besides the bchilul Hashem, that kids, Yiddish, Yiddish kids behave ugly to, to other people. But it's yep. also something that analyze to take consideration and zero tolerance here. It's very important. hundred yeah.
6: percent. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. I was just leaving for the class. I hope all the parents are going to listen. Yeah. Thank definitely. you.
0: Definitely. And I want you to know, we got many messages from many other parents saying that they have the same thing or the same issues. And a lot of them like the concept that it's true. Yes.
6: Yes, it is. Thank you. Thank you, Teskala Tis-
0: Tis- Yes, you're welcome, and thanks for creating the awareness. Who do we have next? Okay, Mrs. K. Mrs. K, you're on with Mordechai and her Nissen.
5: Hi, is that me?
1: Yes, that is you. Hi. Uh,
5: thank you for your station. It is very, very interesting and gives us a lot of knowledge. Now I have thank a question. You. Yeah. Um, I would like to know if you have a spouse that does not not have tact how to communicate and a lot of times says very hurtful comments, Um, humiliates or puts you down for whatever reason. There's no excuse in my eyes, but my question is what do you do in such a time? Is there a way for the other spouse to go for therapy and become, just have thicker skin and not let it bother?
0: or what do you suggest? Haraf I, Nissen, we, we address this so many times. Would you like to take it first, and I'll do it after?
1: I, what is I, it? I, I just, I tell you, I, I, I wasn't with, uh, with the question. Oh. Can you repeat so the, the question? The question
0: was, someone that's married, let's say the husband is, doesn't have tact. So he's, he's rude, he's tough, he's not understanding, he's blaming, and the wife is... He's very is, he's sensitive
5: cursed. to himself, but he's not sensitive when it comes to others
0: right so he's sensitive to
5: himself and not to and
0: others, to his- right to his needs he's very taken care of it's to others needs he's not what should the wife do <laughs> we get this at least once a week
1: yeah this is something that's uh, very you know I think that the 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 best way is the, the, the wife has to uh, you know take some kind of therapy out out to take care of about it you know how to to learn to be, to learn how to behave with this issue, because it's not only this uh, about sensitive to himself, uh, also with other people that as a problem in the family, and many many of us don't know how to to handle it, and then we just become a, the add-on collusion, and this is the the worst of, of all. Right. But, uh, and then
5: I, is that possible to contribute a lot to anxiety?
1: Yes. The, so what happened if you learn how to to take it, how to learn to be, behave next to it, how to, to accept. You know, I I don't know how to accept because you cannot change nobody except yourself. Right.
5: So, and it's very hard for me to handle it. It's yeah. like that's many, right. But, many, many it's years, was, but it's a uh, dance. but it's a dance means you're. Let's go back to the let's
0: go to the exact point with the last caller with the school. What's happening that with one teacher, with the Hebrew teacher, with the English teacher, they are behaving, and then with the English teacher, they're not. When the principal's in the room, the kids are behaving, and when the principal isn't, they're not. And, and forgive me, because I don't want to excuse the kids' behavior, but is the issue only the kids? No, the issue is the teachers as well. It means if the teacher has assertive training, the teacher knows how to be assertive. Then, mm-hmm. while this, while the kids might not be that well, behave that well, they will behave better around around this. Hebrew teacher, so part of it is also the English teacher that doesn't know how to be assertive. The same Mm -hmm. is going to be in the marriage. Yes, the husband might be rude. Yes, the husband might be selfish to his needs, and when it comes to others, he's not aware and not interested at all. But one thing we do know in therapy is when the teacher, when the English teacher starts going for those assertive training, and you learn how to deal with some of the responses, you learn how to be now inner assertive, which was then seen on the outside, somehow the class behaves differently. So we're not forgiving the class's behavior. Mm-hmm. Their behavior is not accepted. However, mm-hmm. by the teacher getting training, it does behave on the outside. Can you see that, Marshall? And I'll take it to you, to the nimshul to you? Um,
5: yes, I see the muscle. And But my question is also how to find, so if, let's say, I you go for therapy, and you learn how to be assertive and how to deal with comments like that.
0: No, no, no. It's not how to deal or how to swallow the comments. It's more assertive. It's like it's sort of going, you just made a very nasty comment. I, exp- I, I really would like an apology for that. It's not swallowing. It's actually being confident enough to state the reality. Or when he needs understanding, you go, wait, you want me to give you understanding, but when this happened 10 minutes ago, you, you didn't give me understanding? You're not being mean. You're just making the person responsible. You're feeling confident enough now to make the person responsible. You're not then, learning how to swallow.
5: But then the tip is, why are you looking at everything crooked? Well, I didn't mean and this, then and I didn't mean that.
0: Wonderful. Well, you see, I, I want you to realize you're talking about a year of therapy. So let me be a little bit more direct to you. When you were a kid in class, weren't you always the goody-goody one that everyone always took advantage of you, like took your notes, and whenever they needed you, they needed you, and when they didn't, oh, I'm sorry, there's no room. Can you be the fifth girl that's not going to come along?
5: Mm, not really. Can't tell yeah, that? Yeah,
0: not really is that? Because chances are that it starts off smaller there and it gets bigger. In other words, yeah, I, I don't want to be more controversial than I just said. Think about how many places that you were always last. You considered yourself the goody-goody one that you even gave in. Before anyone even had a question or someone, you already volunteered not to go.
5: I don't recall being that type of a kid.
0: Then what happened when the, those one plus one by you is equaling three? Because okay. if a person is able to be assertive, then the minute the husband starts speaking in Sheverbrauchus, because these people started in Sheverbrauchus, then usually it's, what's wrong with you? Why are you speaking to me that way? And right away they go speak to their parents. If things are just not going well. The comments are going. The parents say, what's going on with you?
5: Um, so
0: I just want really, you to be aware. I hear right, what you're saying. Yes,
5: I'm saying you might really it, ha- like it didn't happen right yes, away. Yes, it did. Or it did, and I didn't realize. I'm telling you 98 out of 100 Sunday.
0: people it happened. He hasn't changed. He's that way. Right. You got more and more aware. It just got more and more frustrating of you trying to make it work and trying to make it work. Right. And the more you're trying to make it work, the less he has to make it work because you're always the one giving in.
5: I'm saying I did react and I did mention it and talk to him afterwards about in a it. Weak but then he always way, back. in a
0: weak way, not an assertive way. I, I don't right. mean to attack you. I'm just explaining to you what therapy is. I'm saying we do this all the time. This is a lot what we do in the center, creating mm-hmm. assertiveness. And, yes, the first step is when the person says, but I am strong. And then we go, okay, then why is it? And then we start helping you identify many other areas in your life where you're really being the pushover. And mm-hmm. sometimes it takes people ten sessions to realize, oh, wow, it's really me and I'm having it all over. Mm-hmm. question is, you-
5: if, if you developed already such a, like, really, like, could you become assertive and start loving him more? Is there
0: well, a Well, what would happen, do you think, to that class? Let's go right back to you and take it to that class now. How do you think, what do you think will happen to that class if that teacher would have assertiveness training, and what would happen to that class? How do you think the girls will behave when the principal, like just like when the principal's there or when they're in the morning class with a morning
5: teacher? Mm-hmm.
0: What would I- you say? Just answer the question. Instead of uh-huh, I want you to say the words.
5: I'm saying if the class is going to respect her more right away. Well, no, so the class is not the class. The class will
0: not respect her. It's her self-respect that she will be right, demanding. Right, it's her
5: self-respect.
0: Exactly. And when she will have the tools on how to demand her self-respect, and if someone is not respecting her, have the tools and the skills how to deal with that class, mm-hmm. then what would change in the class when she is demanding her right, her respect, and taking care and dealing with those couple of girls that aren't dealing with it correctly?
5: If they're going to see your self-respect, they're going to respect her as well.
0: That's She's right. Assertive. So now let's take the same response to you. What will change within you?
5: I'm going to feel better different. about it, that I'm Yeah, stronger. and you'll
0: be able to now demand it. When he starts doing those, those comments of what got into you, yeah, I became sensitive lately. But right now, or you will understanding, sorry, I can't give it to you. I'm still hurt from before. You're sensitive. You'll be comfortable. We'll say, yes, learn the vulnerability part. Yes, I am still sensitive to that. So how are you going to clean up? How are you first going to get me uncensored? How are you going to apologize for the pain, and then I can start giving you? Sure, you're going to learn to. I'm actually allowed to have an opinion. And part of the pain is I'm afraid he'll blow up. There's a lot coming right. on. And I want you to notice the words when I said a year of therapy. Means once a week, sometimes even twice a week, depending on the level that you're in, depending on the level of denial of how confident you think you are, but in reality you're not. Depending on how healthy your husband is, depending on so many other variables, other other stuff, other financial issues going so on Are in your you life? saying
5: that he will have to come, too? No. No, no that's step two. Step what?
0: one is first. If he wants to heal, then he will need to. Let's take an example again, those girls. Let's go back to the teacher. If the teacher learns assertive training, did those girls that are problems, did they actually learn to get better? No, they just will not make trouble with this teacher, but they've got problems. Right. When you get more assertive, let's say you're, you or the husband, whoever it will be, the other person will still have their issues. They just won't be doing it to you. Mm-hmm. And you'll be strong enough to protect them. They shouldn't be doing it with your kids. But okay, they will be doing are, it to other I places. Mean, in um, school. Yeah, they will be doing not, it at they work. They're not healed. What you're doing is you're now protecting yourself and helping that around you people do not speak to you that way.
5: I don't have a problem when somebody else tells me anything. I will never get offended. I don't care. That is not
0: part of of the year of therapy. That's part of the year of therapy. That's the disassociation that we call it. Why Uh, would you not take something personal if someone is rude to you? That's a healthy response. You're supposed to feel hurt and disappointed. Then there's a way of processing it. But when you don't feel anything, that is a denial. That's part of how you get into it. Yes.
5: People start do going mean, once they're therapy. I should feel hurt if somebody tells me something?
0: Yes, definitely.
5: I mean, it bothers me. But it could bother me, but I have the confidence to answer and really answer, you know?
0: No, I'm not sure what you just said. Can you please clarify
5: that? I'm saying if somebody, just a stranger, would tell me something and I would think it's rude, yeah. I would definitely have no problem. You know, answering them, answering them assertively.
0: Now, what happens if it's a close marriage? What happens if it's a sister that's being very rude to you?
5: If it's a sister, so then I also I just or give them my Aver. opinion.
0: You will voice your opinion?
5: Yeah.
0: Oh, then, then again, then I would I I don't know what is happening then with your husband or that he's the only place that that is.
5: It is the only place. I don't feel with anybody else.
0: So I'm just going to read you a message that someone just sent. And this was like a message to you. Oh, my dear, just start the journey. It's all worth it.
5: Oh, my goodness. Uh,
0: yeah. Just start the journey of therapy. All right? I would like to start. It's not went, on my own. I, <laughs> if I she went use through this, words. she would I'm give me a lot of kodok. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's, uh, how, how is the behavior of the, the husband and the others? You know, let's say outside of the house. But probably Sweet. No. I don't the,
5: hear
1: it? Uh, outside from the house. I'm saying yeah. it's, like, bf to his friend, to his to his colleague.
5: Yeah, he could give comments to people here and yeah. I mean, he deals with a lot of people and they have respect for him. He's very um, good at what he does and he's very, um, you know, very elich and he wouldn't cheat anybody. But he could talk sometimes, say a comment, yes. Yep. Okay. And people, you know, they sometimes enjoy the company. Out there, jokes here and there, but. When it comes to inside a wife, is different.
0: Definitely. Again, that person that sent that message just sent another one saying she is talking the way we all talk before therapy. So this is someone that is in therapy and knowing the language. And all I'll tell you is just like the teacher, going back to that muscle, as you get stronger within, as you learn that, this will have a lot. You'll you'll see a lot of stuff happening. Mhm.
5: Because... I go through anxiety here and there, and it's a lack, you know, from this. Yeah. Contributes a lot. I eat myself yes. up. Yes. Yep. So. Okay.
0: We just created awareness. Okay. That's I'm going to th- do very... what I have to do. <laughs> yep. Well, it's food for thought. Let's do it that way. Remember, this program is an awareness-based program. So we just created an awareness that when you're more assertive, the class behaves, you see when a teacher is not that assertive, how the same class could behave one way to one class. Even when the principal is there, you see the, how they behave and then when the
5: principal leaves so it's the same class with the same teacher. And it's such a shame that like I didn't know you know, like so many years went by and I didn't know yes, such a thing I'll, and yes, like, nobody no, nobody told me. Told totally me ever there's such a thing. I mean, say so when That's I was younger.
0: The beauty you hear how know? Nissen gets so much credit for for seeing the beauty in such programs like this, and Avnissan is hosting it. And Rav Nissen has the program of I Can, You Can for Children. So we're creating the awareness that so that is exactly the point of this. It's, it's beautiful. That is the point. That's where Avnissan had vision. Baruch Hashem. Oh,
5: you're saying yeah. I
1: should not give up? No, no never give all up. What I will tell you is, never you might give be up. married
5: for
0: 25 years. You still must have another 50 healthy, wonderful years together. Could be triple, double the amount that you have now. Two hundred percent longer. From your mouth to God's ears. <laughs> Amen. Le- Gazinta height to one hundred and twenty, but start the process.
5: I will.
1: I, I want to say something very, very uh, important. Be, beside the, the the therapist, I would say that I would highly recommend it to take a book. It's called uh, "Woman Wisdom" of Rabbi Eliezer. I coming,
5: probably, I read that already.
1: And it's it's help you in a certain way.
5: Not, I mean not really. When you get hurt, you get hurt. Do you
1: know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So no, I'm saying beside the ter- the therapist, you must this big this book is give you. A, a, a different, a little bit perspective from the MUNA side.
0: Yeah, it's a complete uh, different com- view, but it's it's powerful, wonderful.
5: I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna take it out and read it again. I believe okay. it was a while ago.
1: I I would okay. I would recommend to go, but therapist and this is will give you it will be completely. Yeah, uh, I, I'm
5: thinking there would be such it would be such a great thing if there's like an um, anonymous support group to give you chizok and to make you believe that there is success stories out there after so many years.
0: So let me read to you again that message that said, uh, oh, my dear, that message. So I just sent the last one a minute ago. It's, and, again, I want to forgive you. I don't use those words to women. It's not appropriate. I'm just reading now a lady's message to you. So it's not me saying like this. Yes, my dear, I have gone through this, and believe it or not, with exclamation marks now, I love my husband at this point. So, yes, working it out, getting there, you can grow, and you can get to that place of huge, of great respect, and care, but it's got to be worked on.
5: Mm-hmm. I hear you. Okay, I'm going to do some what I need to do. Uh,
0: this some, yep, and we just created the awareness. You're starting the process of hearing that. Okay. Okay.
5: Thanks okay. so, so, so You're much. You're welcome. This yes. Thank you.
0: Okay. Lak- yes, okay. thank you. Thank you for this wonderful evening. And for who, for for having us on Rav Nissan, such Thank a, you. a such a powerful school, the awareness that gets that that we're doing. Wow.
1: Baruch Hashem, you know, really this uh, so so important. You know, yeah. in this time of year, uh, generation, we need it. You know, yeah. remember, remember, that I was very skeptic. You know, in the beginning of this, I said, we need only muna, we need only muna, and now I see that uh, we really. Uh, need a little bit extra help from our friend. <laughs> as yeah. we said.
0: A, a little therapy and that's yes. why I need you as well on the program to keep it not just a therapist point, point of view like you said the Amuna and, and and you have like you know that common sense that understanding that that's such a balance because I see things through a therapist lens that things are just sometimes just simple you yeah. know <laughs> just simple not everything is a therapy is a therapy story so I, I'm I appreciate the team that we do.
1: Okay, thank you, Anmish Pizu. And I appreciate that you enjoy. <laughs> You put me on, on your side. I uh, yeah. just, uh, you know, you know, it's a simple. The time, but just, uh, just fly away. And uh, we're going back to our music program.
0: Yep, and let's just read the last message from this lady again that says that she's gone through it and in the therapy. And I like this also. She goes, Lady dear, I'm with you. I'm still in the process now. I would also love a support group. Maybe one day we'll meet. Maybe Merit Hashem, we will be able to put together a support group for women where they're in difficult marriages and they should be able to give each other chizuk and run that. So Merit Hashem, we've got a lot of lists that we can do. this. If anyone's listening, if anyone has got already experience with support groups, let's we'll see shmaya to be able to put that together.
1: And yeah. uh, we got the last text here. Relief is a good referral organization. So just also, I believe, that Relief has some kind of... Uh, uh, you know, refer to this kind of issues.
0: Yes, for these type of therapy type issues. Yes. Okay. Thank,
1: Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank
0: And next That's week, Be'ezad Hashem. Thank you.